What's up, guys? Welcome back to Season 3, Episode 8 of Greyhound Time. I'm Lauren. And I'm Kaya. And we're here with soccer stars Nolan Waits and Stuart Whitmer. Say hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I guess just to, like, jump right into it, we can just, uh, like, briefly over you guys' like, soccer history. How long have you been playing? Um, like, what positions, clubs, like, just anything like that? I've been playing forever, but I've been playing forever? on... Forever? Like, yeah, since, so since, since from the womb. Since from the room, since <laughs> the room, but I've been on varsity for three years now, and I've been playing center mid, but this year I kind of took a role at striker. Yeah, I've been playing since, I think, sixth grade is when I started. Like not forever? Yeah, not forever, <laughs> um, but started playing goalkeeper in, I think, seventh grade, um, and I've had two years of varsity, so... You didn't, nice. like, start out as a goalie? Uh, no, I wanted to be striker, but really? well, yeah, how, I couldn't like, shoot. <laughs> how did you, like, get into being goalie? I feel like no one just volunteered. Well, I mean, I guess people do volunteer. Well, my coach just told me, hey, go stand in the goal, and I could pretty much talk to everyone on the team, so they were like, okay, he's good at communicating, so we'll just put him in the back. And so that's how I got the spot. Nice. So talking about sports from when you were younger, was this both of your favorite sports from the beginning, or did you guys – have a liking to any other one? Well, personally, for me, this is kind of my favorite sport because it's kind of my main one. I mean, I played plenty of other sports, but my dad was big into soccer, so I got pushed into it kind of, and I just learned to enjoy the sport. It's something I've always liked to do. Yeah, for me, it was just kind of that team aspect. I love team sports and playing with other people and being a, a part of something bigger than yourself, than the individual. And you guys both play club, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, are there, like, differences between club and high school or things that you like better or worse? I think one of the big differences is the kind of just bonding between the team because between club and high school, during high school we practice every day of the week, while club it's one or two days a week with games on the weekends. So the group's a lot more tightly knit together. I just think it, I personally have a lot more fun playing high school soccer. Yeah, I also agree, because um, you're practicing way more, and you see each other most of the time, like, in the hallways. Um, with club, you're all going, you all go to different schools, um, and that's kind of a damper on when you guys are around, but you're around during the club um, practice, which is only two, two to three times a week, like Nolan said. Yeah. Do you guys play the same positions on your club teams? Yeah, I do play the same position. Like striker or midfield? I play striker on club. Okay. Yeah, I still am back in the goal. <laughs> <laughs> Nolan posts his highlights on his Instagram story, his goals. Sometimes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so if you guys want to talk about past years, um, if you guys want to talk about losing key players from last year yeah. specifically. Well, I mean, yeah. And like adapting. Well, we did lose a lot of key players. We lost basically both our goal scorers and going into this season we all kind of knew that somebody's gonna have to fill that spot but we didn't quite know who and it's just kind of unveiled as the season's gone on so that was a big part and also a big part was the leadership because last year's team was kind of senior heavy and all those seniors have been a part of RC for three or four years so they all knew what was going on and they kind of just helped everybody so there's also a leader role to fill too yeah and I think as a uh the varsity experience is quite low um, with this whole new team. Uh, and I think that's one of the things that we've been working on as a team is s um, setting the difference between last year's team and this year's team um, because um, we don't have all those 
star strikers. Um, but Nolan's done a great job of stepping into that position um, yes. and being a leader on the team. Uh, and I'd say, like a whole new back line, um, they've done a really good job. The no goal patrol is doing a, doing pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> I guess so. Nolan, for those of you on the listening who don't know, had an injury like midway through the season, um, and obviously, like as the main score, that was like pretty hard loss for the team. Um, you guys just want to talk about like how the rest of the team kind of had to step it up, and maybe how like your positions had to change too. Well, I think a big thing was is just losing like that key component up top. Somebody else had to kind of step in and fill, which was hard to find for those first few weeks. And I know it's kind of as hard as a team to rally around something like that. And I think Adam did a great job of stepping up in my position and holding that well. Even though he may not have scored all the time, he held the ball well and he distributed well. I think we just had kind of lacked finishing for those couple weeks, but we still prevailed as a team and came together. Yeah, I definitely think that we've had to realize that sometimes we lose a key player and we have to step up as a team and that one person doesn't make the team. It's the it's everyone on the team, every component from the defense to the offense. <laughs> okay, so on the less serious side, um, <laughs> can you guys talk about any funny habits you have for each other? I don't know. I don't, I feel like your team has just like a lot of, I don't even know if it's like nicknames for each other. You guys have a lot of chemistry. Well, one funny thing is our assistant coach was one time called Biggs on the announcement, so now we call him Coach Biggs instead of Coach Briggs, which I think is pretty funny. I think that's hilarious. Yeah, I like that. (laughs) I'd like to say that no one likes to say, (laughs) every chance that he gets. Yeah, we just kind of mess around a lot, and it can be good and bad at points, but as a team, we all have a lot of fun together. I think that's a big part of our success. Yeah, it's that team team bonding and that team chemistry, like you said, um, is what's going to separate us from different teams. <laughs> Nolan, you want to talk about your um, iconic goal celly backflip? Oh, well, I've only done it once this year, and that was during yeah, the prior the game. game. <laughs> yeah, it was the very, very first game. Uh yeah, I just I haven't I haven't pulled out since, but looking towards the end of the season, I might have to do it once more again. Once more at districts. <laughs> yes, probably. Um, I don't know. One thing Stu I noticed so like, Stu does this thing when someone's taking a PK on him, and he like, I don't know. You can you can describe it better than I probably could, but well, yeah. Go ahead and describe it first. <laughs> well, PKs are only mental game, and any chance that goalkeeper can get is a step up and so that's really the only time that I'll ever trash talk on the field but um, sometimes it's given me the leg up and I've saved the penalty um, like last year's districts um, we in a game a crucial game against Ledoux last year when that that tactic um, got into that guy's head um, and I've done it I think more than once, like uh, in the game against Kirkwood, um, I was able to save two PKs um, because I got into their heads and they were not able to put that on the goal. Um, and in, I'd say in the Westminster game, um, in the Oakville game, I've had many, many PK saves that are all due to that tactic where you say, go right here, go, I'm, I, know, I know you're going to go to this spot. And sometimes that gets into their head where... Because it's 50-50, if 
you're saying that messes it up if they have already preset that they're going that way and then you say that you know they're going that way then that they'll try to mix, mix, mix it up and then that mix up may make them miss the goal um so recently i've noticed and like this isn't Stuart just like whispering to them like i think you're gonna kick it here he screams it like you can hear it from like across the field but i don't know i recently i've noticed that the refs like come up to you and talk to you like what do they say um so i've only only one ref has come up to me and said that i have to stop and that was in the kirkwood game it was because i was doing it to every pk taker and he said (laughs) it's starting to become unsportsmanlike and i mean if if that's what it takes to get into their their head, then that's just how the game works. But um, the better the penalty, the better the kicker, um, they'll be able to block it out, and that shouldn't affect them. So any chance that I can get to to get into their head is is good for me. What do you think? Like the like what percent of the time do you think it works? <laughs> well, I would say it's better than saying nothing, which oh, has yeah. which in. Every time that I've done it, I've felt way more confident. Um, and it might not work, um, but in the when I do save it, that makes the, the moment even more sweeter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Nolan and Stu are both captains, two out of the three this year. So can you guys tell us how your role is different as captains than just an average player? Well, I mean, the role is just kind of taking leadership. And like Stuart stated earlier, is that we have a young team with not a lot of varsity experience, so it's more of teaching and coaching helping people understand what the varsity level is like just kind of get them to adapt to this level i think that's just been a big part of the leadership this year i mean Stuart can probably speak on this because i know he's more of a leader than i am well thank you um (laughs) but i would say that just like nolan said um that it's setting example of the this is the varsity level um you are committing to practice you're on practice you're at practice on time you are um, in the game for the full 80 minutes that you're playing um, and you're giving it your all even if you're tired um, is showing that that's the level that we expect at the varsity level um, and if you're not up to that and that's our job as leaders to show that is then we don't play um, is if you're not up to that level then you're not playing and that's just the, the truth of varsity play and that's what we're supposed to do as and as leaders on the team is to show um, that this is this is varsity level on and off the field. Yeah. How do your coaches like hold you to that standard too? Well, one way they hold us to the standard is if you skip a practice or you show up late, there will be a penalty in your playing time if you're a frequent player. Another way is just a stupid example is if you lose a ball, they'll make us run. They're running tomorrow when this comes out. <laughs> JV has our ball. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So one thing that we usually ask is like on game days and like I think game days are especially important for you guys. Like how do you get prepared, whether that's like an Insta post Nolan running the soccer account or snacks, warm ups, like I don't know, getting over any mental blocks, just like things like that. Well, I mean, obviously you have to post on the Instagram and try to hype up the game if it's a home game. But personally, the way I prepare is I just try to make sure my body's right, my mindset's right. Because I struggle with mindset a lot, and making sure I'm in the right mindset for a game is the best prepare for me. So before a game, I usually just go see Kristen and make sure my legs don't hurt, my shoulders okay. And yeah, that's basically all I do. 
Yeah, for me, it's usually arriving um, about an hour earlier, uh, maybe a little bit earlier before most of the team arrives, just to uh, kind of prepare myself mentally for the game, um, kind of think about what happened the last game, and maybe that be a win or a loss, trying to um, work on those goals that I have for myself and setting the goal for the game. Um, and just kind of being that like that mental aspect, like Nolan said, is that that's very important because if you are just kind of going through the motions, then that makes your warm up slow, which means your game slow, and that can come down to one moment where you lose the ball in a pretty crucial spot, and that results in a goal. So it's really just the mental aspect is how we how I prepare. Yeah, and I know you guys like film every game too and go over the film. Do you think that like helps you improve like in your games? Well, I mean, we don't go over film as a team. You're expected to do it individually. And uh, I'll look at film sometimes if I have time to do it. I'm not going to say I do it all the time, just sometimes. Very honest. Yeah, I'd say Coach Taylor does a great job of providing that film for us. Um, it's really important. I think it really helps me. Um, just kind of look at my positioning in the goal um, and saying, um, oh, they scored a goal this way. What can I do to, um, to better position myself for the next game? Or maybe I made the save, but it could have been a lot easier on my defense um, to be if I was in this position or I could have made this pass. Um, and then to transfer that into the next game or the next play um, is really what I use film for, which is really amazing, um, and that most of the team does. Yeah. So talking about soccer in general, do you guys have any favorite memory, memories from when you were younger, playing club as a kid, or anything Or even like this year, like, I don't know what, like, goals are most memorable so far. Personally, for me, it'd be scoring in the Ladue game, because before the season, I probably had two goals total, and... Scoring as like kind of just it's more of a confidence thing for me having the confidence of scoring scoring the Ladue game was Important for me to help my confidence lot because scoring on a team like that Of that caliber was just amazing to score at the home game Even though we ended up losing the game it was to tie it so it was a big momentum boost too It just it felt amazing honestly Yeah, and that was your first goal back from an injury yes. which made that even much better, right? Yeah, it, did. it felt good. Yeah um, I'd say just the amount of like um, I think PK saves for mm -hmm. me. Yeah, seriously. I think, like, just kind of that, that confidence level of being able to make that save and from 12 years out, one-on-one, -on -one, where the odds are not in my favor, and to have a pretty consistent save rate, even though it's pretty low, it's pretty good um, for the amount of PKs that I've had to save. And also just, like, just being able to be on a team where everyone is working together for a common goal. That's something that I'm, I really cherish is that team aspect. Yeah. And shout out Kirkwood game. Wale winning the game. Just, just had to put that in there. <laughs> so this is our final question. So this is in general. It could be high school or club. Do you guys want to talk about any great wins or really tough losses? Yeah, I'd say a pretty tough loss was Ledoux um, losing in overtime with a minute and 22 seconds left. I think as 
this as we go on, that is kind of ingrained in our minds and hearts. And so any team that we go off, um, go against in the next games, like we have Parkway West um, on Thursday, um, that's going to be um, that's going to be a huge um, a huge win if we can get that and to frame that as Ladue, because um, we are that hunger is what we're looking for, and I think we all want that on the team is to be able to come back and beat Ladue. In districts. Yes, of course. Uh, on the opposite note, I'll go a little more positive. I'd say best win from this season, in my opinion, would have to be Northwest because previous to that game, we were on a bit of a like a few-game losing streak, and that game was a conference game, and that was just a big game for us and a momentum swing. And the fact that we won that game 2-0 just kind of, kind of shifted the momentum for our season and gave us another stepping stone to keep going forward. Thank you so much for coming on with us. We hope everyone enjoyed this week's episode and make sure to tune in next week. And don't forget to check out our Instagram and YouTube at Greyhound Time. Go, Go Hounds! Hounds!